An American Cocktail by Charles Godfrey Leland Read for LibriVox.org by Larry Wilson Professor Luther Cranmer Bangs has traveled in Europe more than a year, and no one need ever be troubled with pangs at telling him aught which he thought was severe. For there's ne'er a Yankee of any size, no matter how sharply he chafes or slangs, that can boast he ever has taken a rise on Professor Luther Cranmer Bangs. He was the man whom Duke Snail read a lecture to on a morning call, read it clear through from bill to tail, and Bangs, like old pieties, bore it all. Said Snail, when the sheets were all upread, I'm a-going with this to Boston, you know. I'm glad to hear it, his listener said. I always did hate those Bostonians so. Well, last week on a city Atlas bus, the professor and I went riding down, while the driver politely gave to us opinions on things about the town. And finding my friend was prone to receive, and came from the western land afar, he told him just what one ought to believe in politics, piety, love, and war. Then glancing at Bangs, who sat to leeward, looking as mild as cambric tea, he said, I once had, but soon got cured of, a wish to go to Ameriky. I was tired of always a driving these cusses, and so I thought I would like to range. You were right, said Bangs. In our Yankee buses, it's the driver who takes and keeps the change. Sharp glanced the driver at Bangs, then said, What scared me a goin' was this, d'ye see? I'd a friend in New York whose letters I read. And he wrote, in the whole of your country, he'd looked the biggest graveyards through, looked em through with uncommon keer, eh, but never had come to a single view of a cove as was aged fifty year. And as this is the case in every state, I think there's no think on hearth for a cure in a chap of a fancy to emigrate like reading of them graveyards of yourn. So I thought I'd rather prolong my breath, though sometimes here a fellow they hangs. You are right, my friend. Choose your own way of death. I go for that, said Professor Bangs. But I see you have not understood why no aged person is ever found among us. We only want young blood on our driving, thriving Yankee ground. Youth alone has the power to go it. Old men are a drag on putting it through. So we kill them off, and our tombstones show it, before they arrive at forty-two. Here the driver gave a long chirrup, and gazed at the Yankee, dark and wan, as if he had woke the wrong passenger up, while calmly Professor Bangs went on. In walking up and down Broadway, large morning signboards at times appear, with this inscription in letters gray, Elderly Persons Extinguished Here and they put in your hand a pamphlet small adapted to people of different stations, which cites the law and exhorts them all to dismiss in peace their old relations. Why let them linger in a veil, it states, for often colds they catch. Send them to us, and we'll end the tale with politeness, humanity, and dispatch. N.B. For those who would die by the trigger, we've a merciful man who's a practice shot with an elegant room and a careful nigger to lay them genteely out on the spot 
our principal has a chemist of fame whom he exclusively employs on those who set their checks on a different game and like to pass to heaven by poison tis thus the ladies generally choose it they love to die without pain or pangs by a nice little globule who could refuse it none but a man said professor bangs a sawbuck extra they always charge for the stylish mode of extinguishing breath a sawbuck's ten dollars it's rather large but then it ensures you a cocktail death but may that be said the driver meekly in the tone of a greatly altered man i observed that he seemed to be growing weakly since the professor his story began a cocktail a tipple america vaunts of it so flavored so foamy so spiced and whirled that he who can get as much as he wants of it very soon drinks himself out of the world tis said in the sky right over paris where the american heaven is found where everything brick-like and fast and rare is the cocks with tumblers for tails run round they cut to the bar for all things thinkable all that is nice is a gratis boon then they come back with your favorite drinkable and their sickle feathers a silver spoon but he who invented the cocktail brew is the man before you thus came the hint i had once been kissing a pretty jewess who just before had been nibbly mint and in order to recall the taste which i found in pressing her luscious two lips i mingled brandy and mint in haste with sugar and ice and thus made juleps the first step was therefore the julep perfected which gives us a menthol spirit of wine and finding myself thereby respected i sought to make bitter and sweet combine so i took of bitters aromatic i prefer the tincture of bark myself with orange flavored but if you lack it try any kind on the barroom shelf and i fixed them with sugar and ice and spirits in a silver tumbler lightning quick sir which i shook till all their several merits were combined in one subtle and strange elixir then i passed it through a silver sieve kept carefully free from spot or rust and the final jim glorious touch to give i threw in a sprinkle of nutmeg dust and i am told by the spirit wrappers that in the american paris heaven though they fancy drinks which are total snappers there's nothing better than mine are given so they die in new york without any pangs for they know in the next world to requite em they'll sit over paris said mr bangs a drinking cocktails ad infinitum here we got down and the driver said well you're of the kind that will allers bang em and turning our moccasins homeward we sped to the great american wigwam the langham said mr bangs or my eyes there is drawn no wool that man has no heart who would tell you a mock tale but story for story i told to the bull what i call a real american cocktail end of poem this recording is in the public domain